You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. I couldn't be more proud for, of, of just his performance, his poise. There's a, there's a big-time belief in that locker room for Jordan Love. And I think the guys, they're going to rally around him. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. There is a shelter in place in New Jersey from MetLife Stadium with all of the severe weather approaching the Jets. Aaron Rodgers-led Jets versus Buffalo game. Uh, it's going to get real. I hope everyone is safe. Yeah. I hope they get the game off tonight, but Hurricane's not something to mess around with. So if they can't, this game might not happen tonight. I, I'm, not, I'm not breaking that news, but I've gone <laughs> through some Hurricanes. You can't That's play right. through a hurricane. For those of you who don't know, uh, there was a time in this guy's life, Jim Rutledge here, where he was known as Florida Jim, living down in <laughs> Miami area. Florida Jim had it so much easier when the Bears <laughs> crapped the bed. So I didn't have 50, 60 people getting it. I didn't have to. My wife didn't have to make a wellness check on me. She, oh, she shot me a up, text. Straight up. I, I wanted me, sh- how, how are you doing? <laughs> That's nice of her. I'm glad that she had the wherewithal. You can chime in, make fun of me for my bears crapping the bed, or you can have, or you also you can do both. And I want to make fun of overreaction you. Monday. Uh, chiming in, give us your out of the box, over the top Packer questions or thoughts. And our first Iron Jack poll question we did ask. On Rutledge and Hamilton. He's Hamilton. I'm <laughs> Rutledge. After watching the performance of Jordan Love yesterday, do you think he'll have a better career than Aaron Rodgers? 72% of you say no. We're live from the Everlight Solar <laughs> Studio. You can get into the show, 844-770-3776. Primetime, Willow Shine. I'm Jim Rutledge. Matt Hamilton, you got something to say to me, you said? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to make fun of you a little bit. Yeah. You had mentioned your wife sent you a text, a little wellness check, yeah. text? Yeah. Were you able to respond? Because... I, the reason I asked this is I had sent a photo of my setup. I've got, oh, during football season, it. I've got a 65-inch TV in my living room normally. I bring my basement 55-inch upstairs, and I have a double setup. I had red zone going on. It was great. It was a fantastic setup. Then Ryan Wollersheim shows me his setup, and he's grinding away, making more Rutledge and Hamilton stuff on a Sunday, working his butt off here at the Everlight Solar Studios, show, saying like, oh, I like your setup better than mine. And then Jim's only thing that he had to say about this was, I don't use my phone during games, FYI, courtesy text, LOL. But I literally, <laughs> so here's what was going on. What I, a jerk! I don't, <laughs> I don't wear my Apple Watch. I had family over, so I already set the phone aside. But Bear Packer game, look... That is a side of you that none of you want to see. <laughs> true, true. Nobody wants to be a part of. But I just, <laughs> I just feel bad that you weren't even willing to let me and uh, Ryan like tiptoe into that like huh. out of bounds. You didn't trust that we would just be like, 
oh, tough one, Jim. Like, no, no big no, deal. No, it or? wasn't that. I, but I literally, <laughs> I checked the phone once, and I was like, I should let these guys know so they don't think I'm a jerk of just ignoring them. <laughs> no, now we just think you're a jerk because you told us we're going to intentionally ignore you. <laughs> yeah, he was trying Instead to. But of, I, maybe I Jim's busy and not going to look at his phone. I, I wasn't. I would have given you the benefit of the doubt. Now I'm like, he's definitely a jerk. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I, I guess that was a miss. So it was not ignoring you. The phone was literally like. In a pile, my brother's phone was over there, my dad's phone over there because all of uh, us everybody gets yeah. hit up. Yeah. So like <laughs> we literally just set them aside so we didn't be we weren't bothered throughout. So I was like jerks. <laughs> Honestly, yes. they just knew we're Packer fans. They just knew they didn't want to hear it. Yeah. I don't blame them. I, don't blame I get them. it. I get it too. Well, but I just think there's a funny way like to I start. Get, and you guys our first good. game is a right, new right, show. Right, and right, he's yeah. like, hey Ryan, basically but so you Pop know sand. ain't gonna text you during this game. So but here's the thing. And it's not your fault. But it's not your fault. And this is why it's my wife did a wellness check is that at, by this point, I have probably gotten 50 to 60, 75, some sort of pot shot like at you. me. Right. People like me. Pot <laughs> shot at me. So here is people the life like of a Bears fan. And if I had, if the Bears had won, I can't come in here and be a jerk because I'm the one guy who's happy and everyone else is sad. That's but then point. when they lose, people are like, why don't you just take it in stride? Because I've been knocked off stride 65 times with people giving me crap, <laughs> which I'm fine with. I'm fine with, but at times, look, I, I'll say this. I, I don't like to run. I, I ran the fastest three miles of my life today because I was so just like had to work it out. I should have gone to Carbon World Health, but um, I didn't have time for that. If I had gone to Carbon World Health, though, I would have I lifted the most amount of weight I could have lifted because I like to work out like angry. If I'm going to work out or run. Angry I, workout? Yes, that is my best. Like The worst <laughs> is if I don't really care. Then it's like, all right, I'm meandering like a 10-minute mile for three miles and like whatever and just kind of knock it out. I was, I was pushing like an eight-minute mile. Like, Get I me was, out of here. And I was burning because I just had so much pent-up energy. And it just it, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Pat Madison chimes in. One, he's loving my pain. It's great radio. He also <laughs> said, does a bear crap in the woods? No, it craps at Soldier Field. <laughs> That's a great one. I've never heard that one before. That's Is that an original? From it's the first time I've heard it, so we're going to give Pat the credit for it. <laughs> for, for, and for you know what? I'll give you this. It is so rare, so rare that I hear anything original <laughs> at this point in my life of getting crap for 43 <laughs> years uh, about the Bears-Packers thing that I will give you uh, straight-up credit on that one. <laughs> Eric Madison asks, what's up with all the hamstrings? I don't know, man. I don't know. Hopefully Aaron Jones is okay. It's not great that Matt LaFleur didn't give an update. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's not like he said, hey, Aaron Jones is fine. Right. He just said there's nothing. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, that's what he's talking about with those injuries. Yeah. I don't have any insight on that. But uh, Robin Madison chimes in, I can't wait for Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, to throw to Garrett in double coverage because he trusts him. And <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen tonight as far as that's with funny. the uh, – Right, I agree. With the hurricane tonight, I don't know if that game is going to be um, going to be played. If they do, Rodgers ain't throwing it a lot. And Robin Madison chimes in. If his name is going to be Primetime, he needs to incorporate meat, potatoes, and facial Rogaine. First time Twitter watcher. So he's wow. basically, you're, you're a baby face. Oh, are you trying to say I don't live up to Dion's standards? Come on. <laughs> 
Rogaine and potatoes, he said? Facial Rogaine. Facial Rogaine. You don't have any facial hair. You're not a man, is what he's saying. Doesn't Rogaine make you... Oh, oh, I get it now. Okay. Yeah, Rogaine is not a... No you're coming a little thicker. Drive time. That one blew by me a little bit there. I'm not, I'm not quite on my game. It's first time four to six. I'm a little yeah. sleepy today, guys. It's a little late, Ryan. Yeah. This is usually my bedtime, if I'm being honest. You're normally on your way home right now, getting yeah. dinner ready. Usually listening to the radio in the car, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan and Madison chimes in. We'll add that for his name on there, Ryan Wollersheim. Uh, the Packers will win the North and a playoff game this year. For That is his overreaction. I like that one. We definitely know the Bears ain't winning it. That is for sure. 844 uh, I will say this. I still very confident in my bold prediction that Sean Clifford is trash and he will do nothing in the NFL. At least I had that going for me. Because he stinks. That he, he was stinks. a rough fumble. He stinks like he should be a Bears quarterback. And maybe he will someday. <laughs> uh, we're going to continue. We didn't get to the level meter. So we will get Matt Hamilton's and Ryan Wollersheim. You two get to vote on this. Right. Because you don't qualify. <laughs> right. You're going to place the level meter, and that'll be the official level meter for the show. And we're going to do this every single week on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. This bluesy song from Serengeti. I don't give a damn. That's how I feel today. <laughs> Not only just did angry, just no, I was angry. I, I ran the anger out. I just don't. I don't give a damn yeah. anymore. I have no more f's to give uh, <laughs> as far as this week. Because the, here's the one thing: it's nine in a row. So it's not like how much. I don't know. I don't even know what it feels like anymore. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that feeling. I don't know that joy. I don't Good. know. What, I don't know what I'm missing out on. I, and honestly, I don't want you to ever know again. So you don't have to go through any sort of disappointment of knowing what no, that so, sweet so, so juice tastes like. Again. He's Matt yeah. Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. We now have you on your ride home. Yeah, if the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's crush. A Coors Light. Prime time, Wolner Shine behind the glass live from the Everlight Solar Studio. We basically switch spots with Ben Bruss. He's now on 2-4 to four with Kyle Wallace and former Badger Brad Norman. And we have you for your drive home. It is an overreaction Monday. And you can get into the show, 844-770-3776, with your overreaction thoughts on the Green Bay Packers. And... You can make fun of me for bad life choices and being a Bears fan. Uh, those are all things that you can do on the show. We are also. Did we get our secondary poll question out there? We did. Yes. Who is the biggest hero, Matt Hamilton? Give me a minute. <laughs> You're just so premature. I just. <laughs> Let me get there. Pressure, sorry, pressure. sorry. I thought you. I thought you had just blown past it. No, we'll, we'll get us both there, Matt. All right, and we'll share the tweet at the same time. Who is the biggest hero in the Packers win over the Bears yesterday? That is our second Iron Jack poll question. Right now, 58% of you say the trenches, O-line, D-line. 32% of you say Jordan Love. 7% of you say Aaron Rodgers. 
What? Oh my God, Aaron Rodgers! Wow, guys, that's a big slip on my part. Primetime Warriors! Oh, that's all time. Primetime, guys. That's all time. Yeah, we'll have to redo that one. Aaron Rodgers. That's Aaron. That's meant to be Aaron Jones. That's just. There's no excuse. And there's zero think, excuse. And, th- and he's got seven percent. Yes. <laughs> leave it. Leave it. No. Leave yeah, it. Just leave just it. make a note. Just make a note at the bottom of it. But you gotta leave it at this point. To be Aaron Jones. Ken yeah. actually mentions Aaron Jones. So. Ryan, you gotta just own that one. <laughs> I want to know what the seven percent who voted Aaron Rodgers are like. What is their rationale? Is it like they the draft picks they've already taken from the Jets? Like who did they draft with those picks? J- Jaden Reed. I guess Jaden Reed is is like uh, feeling in the glow from Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. I mean, nice little punt return there. Couple nice. good catches. Jason yeah, yeah. chimes in. Jim thinks being a Bears fan is rough. Try being a Lions fan. I'll tell you what. I'd rather be a Lions fan right now. Well, no, because my we were talking about this with the Lions, and my dad's like, I think the Lions win the division. I'm like, good. I don't care if the Lions win the division. I don't care at all. I just don't want Green Bay or Minnesota to do it. But uh, that it, it is an overreaction Monday, but we need to get to the level meter. So do we have anything for this? I don't know, I hesitate to ask you, primetime. Oh, that we do, guys. Okay, I all promise. Right. This time I won't mess it up. All right. The Green Bay should be the Rodgers like meter. Yeah. So yeah. Like, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Where is the love? It's time to check the Jordan level meter. <laughs> Just oh. a banner day, guys. <laughs> crushing it, crushing it back there. You are nailing it, Ryan. I mean, he's got a lot of heavy lifting to do back there. He does. All right, so do you have where are what are the level meter scores there, Ryan? So I assume we're doing this out of ten, just a standard uh, ometer. No, what? Ah, oh, we just bomb this out. Hey, because we have a meter. It exists. Yeah, it it's, did exist. It exists in this world. All right, world well that got lost has... between the producer, the, the nah. change of producers. There, All right, we'll blame Strofe on that one. Fair. I we can go to ten. We can do no, the no, same thing. No, 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 no. It was. What was it? Uh, friend zone. And then it was like, 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 super like. <laughs> no. uh, this isn't committed or something. Tinder? Committed, and, and then, then it was like in love. In love. There in you go. Love. Okay. Well, I'm definitely committed right now. All right. So you're committed. I'm, Where are you? I was in like, but I, I, you know, since it's an overreaction Monday, I'll go ahead and jump up to committed. Yeah. I am here for Jordan Love right now. I'm ready to settle down with this guy. Yeah. I think if you pop the question, I'd say yes. Okay, yeah. there you go. 844-770-3776. The official Rutledge and Hamilton show position on this. And Ryan Wolfsheim will find it. Go. <laughs> we'll get there. Call Alex Strofe and ask him where it is. He's well, trying to he's sabotage definitely you. Listening on his we got home. to 520. And then Ryan Wolfsheim just crashed and burned. I mean, <laughs> throws Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers on a bowl question. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, 7% the reason they beat the Bears this weekend. I can't believe then, people actually voted for Aaron Rodgers. And then doesn't the help. No, 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 no. I can't believe they did either, but I can't believe our producer put Aaron Rodgers as an option. That's the real, I can't believe this. I can't believe Aaron Rodgers is outperforming Matt LaFleur. Who's <laughs> only getting 2% of the vote. My floor should be number one. I feel like I'm the only person to vote for the floor. I, I thought I do think it was the trenches that won it personally, but, but Matt that's Drew, amazing. He called such a great game. He did How many call times a great game. did Jordan Love throw to wide open players? Like five times. That's true. But that's you pointed like out in the game. Jordan Love had the cleanest pocket in the NFL history for the last two years. Yes, in the last so two years. So that's if you missed it, amazing. Pro Football Focus said that Jordan Love 
was the least pressured quarterback as far as percentage of pressures in dropbacks since 2021. So that's offensive line check number one. Defensive line. Oh, they were the team. The that... second best team with pressures this week in all of the NFL behind the drubbing the Cowboys gave the Giants. Outside of that game, the Packers defensive line had the most pressures in the NFL. That's another check mark. Those offensive and defensive line. Those were the reasons we won the game. Aaron Jones did his job. Jordan Love did his job. Matt Lafleur did what we hired him and brought him in to do. That's fantastic. These linemen were above and beyond both sides of the ball. 844-770-3776. Packers win big. Jordan Love looks great. Where are you on the love meter Are you in the friend zone? Are you in the like-like? Are you committed? Or are you in love with Jordan Love? 844-770-3776. That is the love meter You can chime in. Where are you with Jordan Love? We are also asking you. And Matt, you can chime in on this. So can everyone else. 844-770-3776. Who was the biggest hero for the Packers win over the Bears yesterday? Right now, 33% of you say Jordan Love. 4% of you say Matt LaFleur. 57% of you say The Trenches. And then 6% of you say Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) That's so good. I love that that turned out to be an option. Aaron Jones Probably deserved it. Look, guys, it's an overreaction Monday. I, I have to include Aaron Rodgers somehow. I will say it. When I was typing that into the poll question, it autocorrected to that right away because I just put Aaron, and I just wasn't thinking enough, and I just meant to put Aaron Jones, but I never saw Aaron Jones. All I saw was Aaron. All I saw was Aaron Rodgers when I meant to be typing Aaron Jones. I, I, I have no excuse, guys. It's just. <laughs> The level meter got to me. I got too excited. I'm too hyped about the Packers right now. <sighs> well, you got Aaron uh, Rodgers on your mind as that is the Monday night football game. Hopefully. Hopefully there's not a hurricane ruining everyone's uh, Monday over football! at MetLife Stadium. They're take on the Bills. And I'll say this, Aaron Rodgers. I'm actually, I don't think the Jets are going to win, but I do think that Aaron Rodgers will look good. I'll tell you what, though. If the Jets beat Buffalo and Aaron Rodgers puts up the same stat line as Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers won the weekend. Yeah, yeah just because of the harder team, yeah, I'd give you that. But this is going to be an interesting one. It doesn't mean that Jordan weather, Love didn't have a all, good weekend. We all know what weather is. Weather's big old equalizer. It's going to be a sloppy game tonight if they do play. I don't feel like they play through the hurricane. I either feel like they're not playing or the hurricane's passed. And if anyone can play through a hurricane, I think Aaron Rodgers could. Yeah. Yeah. You like one of those old Bears skit. Hurricane Rodgers. Who wins? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers or Hurricane Rodgers? If you don't know, you're new to the show. Matt Hamilton, the biggest Aaron Rodgers stan out there because Aaron Rodgers was nice to Matt Hamilton the for five minutes. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Ten minutes. Like 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, a like lo- long, long time ago when Matt Hamilton won a gold medal. <laughs> I mean, it was five years ago now. That wasn't that long ago. You're right. It's been longer since Aaron's won a Super Bowl. But like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were friends between the Super Bowl and the the Packers breakup. So you're friends. Yeah, he follows me on Twitter. Does he? X. Yeah. I, I refuse. I will. I refuse to call it that. <laughs> I, I just cannot handle that. But Matt, I know what you want. You want the Packers to do really, really well. But you'd also love for Aaron Rodgers to revive his reputation a little bit 
If you need to revive your home or your business, Revive Restoration is where you call. Absolutely. That's because nobody plans for accidents to happen, but when they do, you can count on Revive Restoration to be professional, efficient, and detail-oriented as they make things right again. My buddy Phil came home to a flooded house on Sunday, called Revive Restoration, their 24-hour hotline where you can make sure that you've got your accident taken care of as fast as possible. By Tuesday, that same week, he had a dry basement down to the studs, ready to rebuild what he had lost. That is how fast and how efficient Revive Restoration can be for you. There's no project too big or too small, so the next time you need help restoring your home or small business, Revive Restoration and the Revive Pros at RevivePros.com, they have your back. We are going to throw some stones next. Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Matt Hamilton finally got one of his bumps. Finally. Pulling back the curtain here on Rutledge and <laughs> Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. We've decided, because Alex Strelf used to just kind of play whatever he wanted, and I was getting sick You'd of it. You'd have to like, beg him to get him yeah. a song into the bump tracks. Like Ryan Wollersheim, primetime Wollersheim knows he's the producer of the show, and we're going to give... He's the producer got, of the people. Producer of the people. Yes. <laughs> but maybe it's nice to, like, when the host has a request... To have it follow through on. Alex would be like, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. Yeah, I'll listen to the song. That's why he earned the nickname Mr. Irrelevant, and you can watch that <laughs> 12, uh, 15 on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays on our uh, social media channels. That, Alex yep. drove with yeah. it. Never mind. I'm sure that's right. Was that right? Yeah, on our social media channels? Yeah, Mr. Irrelevant, his uh, digital version of a live streaming podcast. Yeah, yeah. Chris Oron today. Yeah. Nice. So did we. You can listen back. Wisconsin, the man, Apple, Spotify, any of those great places brought to you by our good friends at Revive Restorations. We're going to throw some stones in a second, but we each picked 10 songs, and Matt and I were remarking because that song he picked is actually, for a second, I thought, did I pick that? Because I like that song, and I think that used to be the open for the jump around for a little bit. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. before deep Matt cuts. Hamilton. Deep cuts here. Which is funny you say deep cuts. That's like That was show number like nine I hosted here <laughs> at ESPN Madison. <laughs> How many producers have you put on the glue farm? I have had on the producer farm. It's been a farm. lot of producers. Well, Molly Brown has been a producer. Okay. I'll just list the people that still work for the company. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, there's some people who really put on the farm. So then you got Ryan Warsham, current producer, Alex Strofe, DiMaggio. Uh, produced for yeah. a while as well. And I think that's it for people. Tota Cartagena, I believe, okay. produced I mean, some as well. Real. Hunter and G have both done it for Hunter us. and G have produced yeah. at times, but as far as full-time producers right. for a show, more than like a, a couple of fill-in spots, I would say that's who's still in the company. Okay. I've sent out <laughs> to the deep farm as well. So <laughs> so how many producers on your producer meter how many producers have you been in love with just – committed to and like with yeah what's, you what's your love meter for Wooly right yeah, now I haven't, loved, I haven't loved a producer ever maybe you'll be my first love let's throw some stones <laughs> he's definitely never hugged a producer <laughs> that's true 
best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. All right, guys, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words, boy, do they confuse me. I've got questions from around the sports world, and I want to hear what Jim and Matt think. I'll give them each a chance to answer, and at the end, I'll decide whose answers made more sense. So, we'll start with the roundup of the NFL this past weekend. Guys, I'm sure you watched more than just the Packers game, I'm assuming. Right, guys? Yeah, this yes. week I did. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, obviously, there were some pretty surprising results, uh, if people aren't aware. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there is the Rams beating the Seahawks 30-17. to Not sure how many people saw that coming. The Bucks, the Baker Mayfield-led Bucks. Beating the Vikings twenty to seventeen, the Browns drubbing the Bengals twenty-four I mean, to three. That was predictable. Predictable. Well, that's funny because I want to ask you guys, what was the most surprising result from Week One, Matt? I'll go ahead and start with you. Honestly, um, I was a little bit surprised by the Vikings and Buccaneers game. I had picked the Vikings in like my survivor pool. But that's only because there's a couple teams that I thought were locks that I didn't want to waste early. One of those teams I thought was a lock was the Kansas City Chiefs. I thought yeah. there was no chance they lose to the Lions. Even without uh, a guy like Kelsey, I just think Patrick Mahomes was too good to, to lose that game. The Lions, are. turns out they might be the real deal. And that was the game that surprised me the most. As for that little uh, Bengals-Browns uh, stat, I'm pretty sure... The Browns are like five and six in their last six games against the Bengals. So. I, isn't it Joe Burrow has never beaten the Browns? I believe that's it's the it's case, something right? crazy like that. So like that's why that one, as weird as it looks on paper, sometimes you got to play the uh, the like the deeper yeah. the deeper stats. Yeah, you know? the Browns had the ultimate chip on their shoulder this weekend. Jamar Chase already getting the trash talk started early in the AFC North. Call them the Elves. Miles Garrett <laughs> didn't take too well to that, obviously. Yeah, that's the game for me, the Browns beating the snot out of the Bengals. I have the Bengals as my Super Bowl team this year because I think that I think Pat Riley called it the, the disease of more. It's hard to repeat. It's hard to get back. And the Chiefs, yep. I think they'll be in the mix, and they might still get it done. But in the regular season, I think that they're more of a, maybe an 11-win team. They still win that division. Then we'll figure out what happens in the playoffs. It's one right. game at a time. But the Bengals... They had gotten to the Super Bowl. They had a disappointing year last year by their own standards, and then they try to crank it up. And I think this year was going to be a big one, but they're Especially one of coming off that contract signing Burrow had. But oh yeah, they, right. Paid player. But Burrow also. Oh man, Burrow had the calf injury. Yep. The Bengals. A lot of these teams, the Seahawks, the Bengals, the Bears, and these aren't excuses for any of them. Those, all those teams looked like obviously the Giants looked like they were still stuck in the preseason. And yeah, and I'm going to throw out a little bit here, too. There was a lot of weather going on. The Bengals game looked wet. That that Giants-Cowboys game, like it oh, didn't it affect the Cowboys, well. but it was coming down. Now, Maddie, Cleveland fan, our, our social media queen, chimes in, and I did see there's a stat that Cleveland has kind of owned Cincinnati, but yeah. still in general, I don't think Cleveland's that good, and I was surprised. I think Cincinnati's pretty darn good. But Cleveland still has their number, which there is something to that. I did say that... Part of the reason the Bears, when things started going downhill against Packers, I do think that's psychological. Right. I, I do think you see that G and Chicago hasn't been able to get over that hump. 
and you can go back to the Cubs players talked about it, the Red Sox players talked about it. Yeah. You feel it in the stands. There's a there's a vibe. Yeah, there's you a have difference to between that. hoping that you're going to win a game and believing you can win it. And right now the Bears are in the hoping they can beat. And the I Packers. think the Bengals are the, that with the Browns because yeah, the, the Browns keep on beating them. Hoping to beat the uh, the Browns. Yep, same same situation. Well, there's another team in the college ranks who might be feeling the same way. The Nebraska Cornhuskers lost again in miserable fashion. This time. Deion Sanders' Colorado team. Colorado beat Nebraska at home 36-14. to It was a massive win for the Colorado Buffs. They're now 2-0. They were 1-11 all of last season. So even though they beat an 0-2 Nebraska team, all the fans there at Folsom Field decided to rush the field after beating <laughs> the Cornhuskers. So I ask you guys, is it fair or foul to rush the field after beating an unranked Owen one team at home. Jim, I'll start with you. It's fair when you are Colorado, like you mentioned, had won one game last year. Yep. And now that they had beaten a ranked team prior, then they beat a rival in Nebraska. It is a pretty phenomenal start for Deion Sanders. And as we talked about earlier with Chris Soar, and that interview is available, former Badger, Apple, Spotify, Wisconsin, and the man. As we talked about with him earlier, a regime change, new players, it's hard to get everyone on the same page right away. And Deion Sanders and Colorado have a ton of new players, and they are crushing it. 75 ne- transfers, I believe. And Nebraska, they have a new coach. They have new players. They're now 0-2. They should have beaten Minnesota, but they didn't. Yeah. And so I, all, I have no issues with Colorado in this case rushing the field. Now, I didn't know this before, but it was brought to my attention by some friends. That's a bit of an old-school rivalry. Yep. Uh, Colorado had played Nebraska for the first time in 1898. They have played a lot of games against each other, 72 in total. That was a rivalry game. So, yeah, I think the culmination of new team, new atmosphere, new expectations for Colorado, uh, kind of like a rivalry game brought back because obviously Nebraska is a Big Ten team now. They don't see each other as much. So it's like it almost added a little bit of fire to a rivalry that was kind of like put to bed. So I think it's fair in this instance. If they start rushing the field every time Colorado wins, I'm going to start having an issue. But in this instance, we'll let this one fly. All right. We'll let it fly. We'll let it fly. Well, one thing I was not letting fly was while watching the Badger game. So I enjoyed this game. Enjoyed, air quotes. At uh, a local establishment down on State Street in Madison. The Nitty Gritty. You guys are familiar, of course. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's Madison's birthday place. It's a place you go to drink spotted cows, sing birthday songs, and watch Badger football games. Drink a cracker Coors Light, of course. Of course. Of course. More than one Coors Lights were being drank that night, but... Except by this one fan, who all he wanted to do was watch the Alabama game. He came in, too nitty-gritty, head-to-toe in Alabama gear, Alabama shirt, crimson tied shorts, a Najee Harris jersey. And the first thing he asked was, while the Badger game's going on, hey, can someone turn one of the TVs to the Bama game? It's just one of the TVs, and it's the biggest game of the weekend. So I ask you guys, once again, fair or foul, walking into a well-known Badgers bar and asking to change the channel during the Badgers game, Jim, I'll start with you. <laughs> One, all I hear when you say Alabama is Forrest Gump, like Mobile, Alabama. But then also, <laughs> you lost, guy, so you had to have all that to get smoked by Texas. I don't know if you saw McConaughey with Pat McAfee. It was... Was uh, that McAfee? He was on the sideline. McAfee did oh, like a side yes, cast yes, of that. Yes. And there's some highlights. 
McConaughey was feeling it. He went off the rails, went a little PG-13 with some of his comments, and it was along those lines. So it was good. It was funny. Pat McAfee even kind of blushed and changed the subject on some of the things that McConaughey had to say. But I'm sensitive to this. Like, as a Bears fan in Wisconsin... And I've never had any guff otherwise. Like usually, and I don't know this case, but if I'm going somewhere and I know it's and look, this is where I am. I gotta watch the game, and they can live downtown. This is where they want to go. They just want to have a gritty burger and drink a Coors Light. You just kind of you gotta find someone to be like, hey, I want to watch this game. Can you accommodate? Can you put me in the corner? I don't care where you put me. You can put me in a booth in the back, wherever it is. I just want to be able to sit somewhere. I'll tip well, and I'll watch the game. Tipping, no matter what team you're rooting for, if you're there for a long time. You better be pushing 30, 35%. That is my okay. biggest. I have a bigger issue with someone not doing that. Because if you're sitting there for three hours, that table will never turn. Yeah. You owe it to your server to leave them a fatter tip. Okay. That's what I. That's the hill I'll die stronger on. All right, Matt. Yeah, I mean, especially a place like Nitty Gritty, there's so many TVs in there. You could put them on one of the little ones that doesn't matter. Like, because here's in the, the back thing. Of the kitchen? A lot of people. As, as interested in the Badger game as everybody is, there's people here, we're football fans too. Like, I want to know what's going on with the Bama-Texas game. I don't, I don't necessarily want to sit and watch it when the Badgers are going on, but the fact that I don't have to wait for the ticker on the bottom of the Badger game and I can just turn my head and look at another TV that has the Bama game on, there's nothing wrong with that. He's not asking everyone to switch every TV. And he's not, I'm hoping he wasn't asking for like the primary TV. He just no. wanted a TV. Yes. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially when you're at an establishment that has as many televisions as the Nitty Gritty does. Uh, I, I don't think he's he, – he was toeing the line. He was, like, trying to walk into foul territory, but I don't ever think he got there. All right. Well, I hated both of your responses to that question. <laughs> but um, Did you want us to just dump oh, on this guy? Oh, as soon as he asked <laughs> to change it, I yelled to the waiter, hey, sir, can you please turn the Badger game back on? Because Get it was- out of here, oh, Ryan! Yes. Oh, yes! King Troll Are you Ryan! Kidding? Drive time, Wollersheim! No, this is the nitty-gritty, and it's the Badgers playing in Pullman <laughs> on guy. ABC. Man, Tough guy. To We're trying to watch fight. the Badgers. Hey, please, I want to watch my team just get smoked in the first half. I want to watch my team oh, on yeah, 30 yeah. different screens. I want to look, exactly. I want to see them, I want to see Tanner Mertzakai miss throws left and right all over my TV. I'm no. just, I'm Every honestly kind of more impressed that Ryan said anything. Yes. Good for you. I was the only person to speak up, actually. Look, when the Badgers were <laughs> That's on. That's because he didn't do anything wrong. When the Badgers, no, no, no. There were other people. That, the waiter came up to me afterwards and said, hey, thank you for saying that as soon as you brought it up because the waiter was annoyed even by it. Yeah, a little sensitive. Yeah, it's yeah. a little too now, sensitive. Now, the one thing I'll say is that like this game is on national TV and so you can just watch it anywhere. But Precisely. still. Still, so is the so is the Badger game. Okay, fine, whatever. Well, <laughs> we all saw that the Badgers took the L, but you know who else took the L was the Bears. So we got to give this one to Matt. <laughs> we got to keep dumping well, on Jim today, keep guys. Dumping on Jimmy. For those of you who don't know, I won throwing stones. This is the anthem that I get played whenever I win, which is more often than not. As we go to break, have either one of you seen the movie Little Big League? Uh oh, wait, which one? Wait. Briefly describe that one for is me. That, I think that's the one with the twi- the kid plays for the Twins. For the Twins. Yeah, he's the manager. No, he becomes the manager of oh, the th- Twins. That's, what it, that's what it is. So the mom, little tidbit here. I know it's cub okay. related, but I think it's interesting. The mom from the movie Little Big League, Ashley Crow, who played the mother of the kid who became the manager, yeah. 
Is the actual mom of the number one prospect in the Cubs organization, Pete Crow Armstrong, was called up today. So now, 30 years later, she's actually the mom of someone in the major leagues. What the hell? That is weird, right? That's I incredible. just wanted to share that weird little story. It would be, this, it would be weird if it was this... What's the movie about the kid who hurts his arm? Henry Rowan Gardner? Henry Rowan Gardner. Yes. yes. You're, so it's not that mom? No, it's not that incredible. mom. That dude is a Saint Henry Rowan Gardner. He did a, a special video. He came into the studios, the Everlight Solar Studios, a couple years ago when he was in town really? for a comedy thing. And he did a special video for my daughter for her birthday. Oh, wow. Because she, we had just seen it. And he movie. did a video uh, doing it as Henry Rowan Gardner and uh, wished her a happy birthday. Bring this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Ho Chunk Gaming Medicine. Take me home tonight. Take me home, baby. Baby, 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 baby. Take me, make it right, make it right, baby. Baby, baby. Live from the Everlight Solar Studio, this is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Matt Hamilton is on his way to Pin Seekers immediately after the show. Yeah, baby. Did he get like? Can he get a photo with you? What's going on? Uh, uh, we're just hanging out. Well, we're doing a nice little uh, version of like the match. You know, oh, okay. you remember the match? Yes, you know, yeah, that yeah. Rogers and Brady did it uh, with Mahomes and uh, Jer- uh, Allen, right? Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Josh yep. Allen. Uh, so they're doing kind of a Badger version of it. We got like Chimray DK is going to be out there. Nice. And we're going to do a little version of uh, that on a mini putt course. And okay. I am going to kind of be the MC. I was the I was the first understudy. Their main guy couldn't quite make it. Okay. He was busy. Okay. Uh, uh, former professional golfer. Golf course designer. Ah, gotcha. Legend gotcha. Mr. Andy North. He, yeah. he couldn't make it, so thanks for not showing up, Andy, because then I was offered the gig. So I'll be maybe doing interviews, talking about the situation and the shot, and that'll be up all across the Wisconsin platforms to promote pin seekers. Like it'll be at Camp Randall, even. That is awesome. And I wanna point I wanna ask this question. One Chimray DK, friend of the show, we've had him on a few times. Yep. You need to you need to make some connections so we have these guys on a little more regularly. So you yeah. need to be Matt Hamilton, make some friends, oh, all yeah. right? So oh, we can yeah. bring more people on to Rutledge and Hamilton. Pin Seekers is the largest entertainment facility in Dane County, just off the interstate in DeForest. The entire facility will be open to the public October 9th. Go to pinseekers.golf to reserve your bay today. Ten interactive smart targets. Every time a ball hits the targets, they light up. Like the holidays, they can even be programmed to music to create a light show. There's nothing like this in the Midwest. Pin Seekers has three levels with 60 all-weather luxury golf suites, which are all powered by Top Tracer, the number one golf technology in the world. TVs in every bay, bars on every level, huge TVs, great for watching football games, even if you want to watch the Bama game. <laughs> Even if you want to watch the Bama game. No. <laughs> Primetime Warsham can't yell at you there. With food on every level, your service will be fast and friendly. But starting tomorrow, the putting course is open to the public. And that's what Matt Hamilton is playing on. Pinseekers.golf for details. It also has leagues, pinseekers.golf for more information. He's Hamilton. I am Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We are now your drive home on ESPN Madison. Ben Brust, along with Brad Norton and Kyle Wallace, they are... 
taking over the two to four slot. That means Matt and Hamilton and I get the four to six slot, which means we get to take you home every day. Uh, we like to have a lot of fun. This is probably the most PG show we've done. We like to go a little <laughs> PG, a little into the thirteen range. Our audience is probably what forty plus. We can touch PG thirteen. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have some fun. Hopefully, you know us, Matt Hamilton, a gold medalist. I've been on the air here for 16 years. You got primetime Warshawn behind the glass. And you can get into the show, 844-770-3776. Matt Hamilton, he is painting Coors Light. Yes, I am. So he will be uh, enjoying a Coors Light. He has cracked open a Coors Light. One Coors an hour, and I, I only took one today. Ryan and Madison wants to meet up and crush a uh, Coors Light. We can do that soon. Uh, Matt Hamilton is going to Pin Seekers after the show today, so we can't do it today, but... There's going to be lots other of times, opportunities. Other times. We're going to be out at different restaurants and bars doing... We're going to be at a golf outing on uh, Monday at Nakoma Golf with our good friend from Revive Restoration. So yeah, we'll be we're, out there. We're gonna, we're, we'll be out and about. And uh, and if we can't figure it out, keep texting in. We'll, we'll get, be at we'll Chalmers Jewelers on the 28th of September. So we are going to be out and about. Uh, we'll crush Coors Light with you somewhere at Ryan. But... Matt, how you feeling? Out? You were, were you nervous? What was your thought this weekend? How you feeling? First show, basically in the books. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Saturday, I had a wedding. And not yours. Not my wedding. It was a friend's wedding. Here's how big the show is. Speaking of your wedding, is this the first time ever your wife has listened to the show? Just about. <laughs> Just about. Yes. Uh, my wife driving home at this time decided to tune into sports talk radio and listen to her husband talk on the air. Uh, yes, thank you, Jen, for uh, tuning in. Uh, but what I was going to say is, I wasn't. I ch- I was basically a line score guy for the Badger game because I was at the wedding. I couldn't turn it on, mm-hmm. and and unfortunately, both the bride and groom are not from Wisconsin, so neither of them cared that the game was happening. So mm-hmm. like, I couldn't have even asked to get a TV on, unlike Bama boy who had no problem going into the nitty gritty. So after that game, Sunday rolls around, and I'm thinking in my head. My first drive time slot, if the Packers lose this one, the Badgers lost yesterday, the Packers may lose to the Bears. What a terrible start. What a terrible, terrible first show energy that I'm going to have to like try and scrounge together whatever sort of positivity. The, the Packers, before that game, I had butterflies. I have not been so nervous for a Packers football game in ages. I was, I was pumped. I was pumped when they got that win. I was able to ride that high right into the show. Can't beat it. We we beat those butterflies with a stick, thanks to the Packers just trouncing that Bears offense and defensive line. It was good. It was good stuff. You have "Take Me Home Tonight" written down like you were going to play it. <laughs> I said, "Primetime Warshams got the uh, out music shoot. ready to go." <laughs> oh, yeah, this is this is the last hey, time you'll know this one. I promise. You know like what? The though? opposite of the Badgers. Great first half, terrible second half. <laughs> we'll get there. Matt and I have been doing the show for a while. We just moved time slots. Primetime Warsheim is newish to producing the show regularly. <laughs> He'll be better tomorrow. This is Roger Hamilton. We're by Cruise Light.